picture pictures ain't my thing but i could put a story in your head and open up your eyes so listen close this one is for my brothers sisters cousins all humans alike let's take a second all right so we're back with the juby take i'm steve i'm adam i'd like some fresh clear well-seasoned perspective can you suggest a good wine to go with that and uh yeah i think i can it's uh provisions cabernet it's in a box uh but it's says right here growers of everyday fine wine so it's it's really good it's really good every day and so being in a box is not a real negative anymore no i guess it's not i like it i actually like it quite a bit okay and interestingly enough our topic tonight is what's funny (laughs) i find that to be funny (laughs) (laughs) well you're the only one so thank you okay so we're going to discuss the things that we think are funny oh yeah comedians shows jokes anything anything Anything. there are fruit are there any fruit you guys think are funny yeah there there are well kumquat of course obviously yeah well yeah that's the universal that's a layup that's yeah (laughs) starting off with a roar (laughs) i've always thought that star fruit was funny it's funny to look at really awesome sounding name though like star fruit. Are well, you I think me? it's an oxymoron a because that's star fruit. Have you ever had a star fruit? No. It's horrible. Is it? It is. Uh, is it not? But a it's ma- the star fruit. <laughs> is it that's, not that's a mango? It's kind of like, as we were talking about earlier, off air, Kanye West. Uh-huh. He is the star fruit. <laughs> I didn't know he was. All right. Never mind. I should probably. Not He's considered that. a star, but he has n- absolutely no value. Nothing to bring to the table. No. No. He's what's not funny. Okay. I like it. We're starting off strong. All right. Okay. So what's funny? You know, there are different things that strike us as funny at different times. Yep. Now, of course, you know, we can, you know, we can slide into some movies that, that are really funny. Of course. But again, it's timing. Um, There are movies that I've watched when I was younger that I thought were really, really funny. And later I watched them again and they really weren't. They really yeah. just missed them. And mark. I kind of wonder why. Why did I think it was funny that particular night? I don't know. It, intellect. It's your intelligent level. It's, it's, it's your maturity. You know, there's a lot of different factors into that. But everyone's sense of humor is different. And I think that that's what's really interesting about what's funny. Yeah. Everyone has a different funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I like to think I have the universal sense of humor that is like, oh, it's well, sort of like Greenwich yeah. Mean Time. No, that makes sense. You know sense. what I mean? It's like what everyone okay. else should be set to. I feel like I got it right. But yeah, you're right. Everyone else. Okay. Is- well, that's okay. Well, that's a great way to start, Joe. <laughs> yeah. no. So why don't you just lay some things out for it's a us? good perspective. Since, okay. Oh, hey well, now. Hey I now. like that. Yeah. Okay. Can't go wrong there. Um, so. <laughs> so okay so you are the benchmark of what is funny you know what's funny and what's not well not me personally but i know yeah right okay yeah, yeah. all right well yeah. that's so like, should... i'm the clock give us one thing that's funny <laughs> what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it okay oh, so man. you think that's funny Oh, well, okay. Or was that a comment to my question? No, no, no. No, but the movie that that comes from is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, Adam knows. Yeah. No, that's a a Billy Madison reference right there. Nicely done. Adam's got no business knowing Billy Madison, and yet he's familiar. I like Um, it. Actually, uh, 
uh, growing up was compared to, I mean, I think anyone who has uh, a celebrity that has the same name as them, definitely. It's a good point. It's a good point. Gets compared to them uh, a couple of times. For instance, Steve Martin. Right. You know, I get that all the time. All the time. All yep. the time. You know, I well, I used to walk around with the arrow through the head. Yeah. Naturally. Uh, you know. Okay. So what's a Joe comedian? Oh, Joe Piscopo. Oh, wait. Wait, who? I'm, I'm hurting my... Uh... I'm hurting my case here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was funny. There's, it's to for Steve's, about an hour and a half. Yeah. To Steve's earlier point, for a little while, some people thought he was very funny. Yeah. Okay. Some and he was actually pretty good on Saturday Night Live a couple times, particularly as uh, Frank Sinatra. He was. And what is that? Uh, he did a movie with a guy. What's his name? And they did a deal and they had a thing. <laughs> All right. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, the only movie I know for uh, Joe Piscopo was uh, Johnny Dangerously. That's the one I was talking about. <laughs> Mr. Piscopo. We have this thing. We don't even have to talk. And, I can just throw out some vague things, and Joe's got it. And that's uh, that's Michael Keaton, of course. And, oh, yeah. And uh, Peter Boyle is the mob boss. And that's, yeah, that's Piscopo's. That was his one shot yeah. at an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah And he, he fell horribly short. As Danny Vermin by the way. Okay, wow, that's, that's that's deep. Hey, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. Johnny Dangerously, for anybody who hasn't seen it, go back and watch it. It's ridiculous. It's It might be the exact perfect example of what you're talking about, about movies that I loved or things I thought were funny when I was younger Yeah, that I have now not seen for 15 years. Yeah, and you got to go back at times because, you, do. you know, sometimes they hold up. Sometimes they-, they Those universal funny they're, things. They're still funny years later and then there are times where you know it, it's just really not you know who does a really good job of doing that disney yeah i don't know about the funny but their well, movies I mean, hold up yeah even in movies when you're talking about you know disney movies there's obviously funny parts sure and so in them i mean i know that i've i still laugh you yeah. know at times like that it's disney's live action stuff uh, used to have a lot more comedy than yeah. their cartoons per se. You know, cartoons actually Disney's cartoons were quite dark most of the time. But, yeah, that's true. But their live action movies were were oftentimes quite funny. You know what? I I don't think it was Disney, but the the girls just watched for the first time the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Last night and today. That one used to scare me, terrify me actually. <laughs> well, it's supposed to. No, it terrify me. Yeah. Do you remember the Halloween? Like there was a Halloween that we they put it on. I came back from trick or treating, it was on, and I refused to walk in the house until I mean maybe I'm admitting a little too much right now. But no, that's funny. I that yeah, I really. I, I <laughs> well, refused. now we're defining what truly is funny. I refused to come in the house because well, there were the too many funny, Oompa Loompas in the house. Right, and the funny part about that was that we left him out there for like an hour and a half. That's one hundred percent true. Get over yourself. I oh. absolutely did not. So there's come funny in right things. Away. There's different things that are funny to different people. Yeah. Well, and that's a good one too. Like things that really shouldn't be funny, but you find funny. Yeah, you know that's that's when you look around and you're like, "Ooh, how about the thing? Am I a sociopath? <laughs> how about the thing that's funny later? Like at the time, I would not have found that to be funny. I'd be like, "Oh wow, you dicks, just leaving me outside like this." <laughs> Sorry, Alex, but you know. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> Seriously, you're calling your family dicks. <laughs> well, Sorry, I'm, Alex. I'm, <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> 
But obviously, you know. But now, looking back at it, it, it was hilarious. I mean, it was you know, hilarious. like a, your kid is 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 afraid of Oompa Loompas, so we're gonna make sure that you well, know everybody is sit outside real quick. Well, know, yeah, a little yeah. bit while he's pouting about wanting not, not coming because the movie's on. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's that's what scared everybody about what? a lot of movies. <laughs> Is yeah. yeah, I mean, little people are scary. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Willy Wonka, and <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Get that. Job. Oh yeah. The. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Uh, I mean, the Munchkins. Not, the Munchkins. Are you kidding me? That's scary stuff. Oh wow. That and the and the flying monkeys. Okay. And they're small. Yeah. I mean, I. That's true. You're, that's scary stuff. You're making me sound like I got a phobia against small people, and that's not necessarily. <laughs> no, I think like, that's what you're saying. That's I, what I'm. You do, and I. I, have I think fo- that's why David didn't show up today. I think I have a. <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga! Zing! Uh, so, oh, now we're finding out what's funny. See, uh, there you go. No, I, it's uh, within the theme of our show. I would say that uh, no, it's not. It's not little people that I'm scared. Of. It's orange people with green hair that I'm scared of. That, that's right. what I'm. What really about orange of. people with blonde hair? Okay, it doesn't. Okay, matter this either. isn't a political show, so we're not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Good so, stuff. Yeah. Wow. Oh well. Okay, so. Um, one of the other things that, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Adam. He's, no, he's raising just, his hand. Like I, I cut him off. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Adam. No, I, I just saying I was brought on task with you. Just kind of the next stage. What is funny? What we you know, and for me, uh, the main source of funny in my life is, is comedians. Stand up. Stand up. Yeah. As opposed to dramatic actors. Uh, well, <laughs> As opposed to okay, real right. life. Maybe. I think it means as opposed to maybe comedic movies or yeah, other I mean, obscure comedy. You're talking about straight up, direct, this is supposed to be funny. Yeah, I'm Comedians. here to make you laugh yeah. like I'm standing here. And and really the thought of someone that, you know, and I've watched quite a few of the uh, comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and having them talk about, their lives and and their lives as comedians and how they put together sets and different funny bits and and how it's they are even themselves amazed that they're able to go in front of some of them thousands of people right and and get their attention and talk for an hour an hour and a half two hours about whatever and get everyone's attention and make everyone roar and laugh and that's incredible Stand-up comedy's got to be the hardest thing in the world to do. Oh, I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. I think that that because you have to draw from the crowd. Totally, you're yeah. You have, you to, have to get them going, and you don't know what this. You know what did they come in with? Right. And you know I've seen just a handful of comedians live, and for the most part, my experience is horrible. Really? Oh yeah. Oh man, oh. I'm the total opposite. I've been to probably somewhere between eight and 10 live comedy shows, and I'm probably in the, the 80th percentile of satisfaction. Yeah. And most of it was awesome. Well, I went to the comedy club here in Tempe. Yep. I've been and there. Went and saw Paula Poundstone. Well, you mean like the improv? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. It, yeah. yeah. Okay. Improv, well, they got a yeah. couple, but yeah, the improv is the big one, of course. Okay. So, Paula Poundstone, who I'd seen a bunch of times on TV, I think she's. Hilarious. Yeah, she was a mainstay on Letterman, I think. Yeah, just a dry sense of humor. She she has her shtick that she does. Okay. And she was horrible. She couldn't get anybody to laugh. She she had no energy. And it was just like, okay, I've got to be here for 45 minutes to get my check. 
and you have to be here for 45 minutes because you pay 20 bucks to get in. And you have so, a two drink minimum. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So good luck with that. Uh, I'd order shots if yeah, I were you. Yeah, yeah. And I'd get them going in a hurry. Yeah. And it, it just was dead and everybody's looking at each other. Man. And I'm just like, no, you're funny. Come on, please. Yeah, you yeah. can do this. Make me laugh. Dance, clown. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, was, who have you seen at the improv? There's nothing. Uh, I saw Lonnie and I, the aforementioned Lonnie and I, uh, went and saw, I've seen a couple, but the one that comes to mind is Bobcat Goldthwaite came to the improv. He was the headliner and we were Never excited. Never heard of him. Bobcat? Oh. You haven't heard of Bobcat? No, oh, I guess he's crazy. Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, he's, he's just absurd. He oh, was, uh, perfect. he was, a he's most famous for the police Academy movies. He was a, a, oh, a nutty that. guy that had a weird voice. Okay. But he's now actually he's a director of independent movies. He's quite good at it too. But uh anyway. He's not the guy that had did all the voice the voices no. in No. No, no, that Academy. was the black guy. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. that I forget his name off the top of my head. I'll okay. come up with it. In he a was second. incredible. Yeah. But anyway, no, we went to see Bobcat. He's a stand up comic from back in the day. He's a wild guy. He's crazy. We were excited to go see him, but mostly we were just excited because we were going to the improv. But the guy that opened for him, and I forget who he was, was awesome. He was amazing. Nice. And he called. We were sitting pretty That's much up such front. A bonus. We were sitting up front and he he crowd worked us a little bit. And it was funny and it was a great time. And then Bobcat came on and he was good, but he was a little he wasn't the guy. He got blown out of the water by the guy that middled for him because expectations. Yeah. Holy moly. Now and I, expectations. I have and, to ask you, is this back in the Marley house? Yeah. yeah OK, yeah. so you went in pretty high <laughs> probably okay so now this that this enters into a well lot. we were wait, certainly wait, quite wait, drunk wait. because what? we started at maloney's which what was is, right across the street okay what is the marley house oh the why Mar have i not been there <laughs> well because oh, well, it doesn't please, exist it doesn't anymore. exist anymore oh, okay there and you would have loved it yeah oh yeah the marley house was our first house lonnie and i had an apartment couple different apartments for the first couple of years we lived here out of high school and oh, then okay. pretty quickly we buddied up with gary and bd and those guys and we got a house okay. a four-bedroom house there were five of us and uh and yeah it effectively became the marley house because we had posters of bob marley on the wall everywhere and, yeah yeah and so what happened is possibly the, quite hazy uh, and there yeah, was a tray always a tray there was a tray and it, there's oh dad there's always always a tray, a tray. Yeah. Yeah. okay and it smelled of a, had a certain scent I get it now. Patchouli. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, so that's my, that's, and then, you know, I've been to the improv maybe two other times and I don't recall. Oh, we saw J uh, Jimmy Fallon at the improv. It was amazing. Jimmy Fallon is yeah. awesome. And yeah. that was, that was his Saturday Night Live days before I actually knew who he was, but wow. he had just become, he'd just gotten on Saturday Night Live. So he was headlining and uh, he had his guitar and he did a whole set with a guitar and sang songs. Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, he did an, a, a great, um, he did a great Adam Sandler impersonation. Nice. He did a great Alanis Morissette impersonation. Yeah, was, he does more. Well, everybody does. More <laughs> Steve's got, I mean, he'll never break it out because he's too modest. Well, I, yeah, and I don't have my guitar with me, but yeah. yeah. It was, uh, that was great. And and then, uh, yeah, I can't remember any others at the improv, but yeah, I've been to probably 10, there. 10 shows overall comedy. And I've, I can't remember a bad experience, frankly. Yeah. Now I've been to I've been to three different um well okay so I've actually been to, I've been to two about to go to my third uh Ooh. comedy. So I have Do tell. I have uh one at the uh, Tempe Improv which was Eliza Scherzinger. Eliza Schlesinger? Y yeah, that that's uh, the one. 
last comic standing winner season f- five maybe yep. who cares no she was hilarious she's great it was great she she's killed great. it she's great um she's but not well enough small little she wasn't good enough no. for you to remember her name or at least pronounce i it just can't pronounce it okay i've right. tried and Adam's so many defense, times it's a tough one okay um yeah no i mean she has like six different netflix you know specials yeah, she, and and she's she was awesome we got a cool picture with her um nice. afterwards but uh the the other one that i went to was actually at the auction pavilion which was a little bit more prestigious and i went and saw dave Chappelle. no kidding well hats off yes and that was incredible that was really really great i'm t- i'm a big big fan of his of course i think he's incredible um able to just I think touched so many people with his comedy. I think that's the thing about him that really. Gets yeah. Me. He's a true, a truly gifted comedian. Yeah. Um, actually one of the the guys that, that headlined for him, um, which I didn't even know did stand up, but I mean, I'm sure most comedians that are actors do stand up or it started that way. Some of them. Yeah. Um, but the guy from the league, uh, that the, the commissioner from the league, the, the, the main character, um, the blonde, uh, the guy, the white guy, uh, the blonde yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, all yeah. white guys. I know. That's the com- <laughs> yeah, I'm main just trying to help him out here. I have no names. I have no idea. I don't know who you're talking is. about either. It's not uh, the listeners will know. Okay. I'm and not a God. That's one I got to get it get going on. The league, the league is great. Yeah. It's it's so. I funny. know who they are. It's the it's the Duplass brothers, or at least one of them, Mark Duplass, I think. Paul Shear. Okay. No idea which one is which, but it's not Paul Shear, the guy you're talking about. If you're talking about a blonde guy, yeah. Is he good looking? Not, I mean, it's he's not bad looking. Then it's not Paul Shear. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Paul. So, so, listening. but anyway, he he came on and he killed it, um, which I didn't expect. I knew I knew him from the league. I'd watched it and uh, you know thought he was moderately funny from the show, and then he came on and just murdered, and it was awesome. Um, but the uh, the one that- murdered being good. Yes. <laughs> okay. He didn't actually murder somebody, Steve. Okay. Well, I'm just My hey, goodness, well, trying to hang here. If, if someone hang. if someone were to kill. A show, they'd be doing good. It's a comedy term, Steve. Yeah, okay. It. All right. Goodness gracious. All right. Um, and so uh, the the one that I'm actually going to see in um, a week or so is uh, Joe Coy. Nice. I love Joe Coy. Joe Coy is going to be at. That's right. He is going to be at the Improv. Joe Coy is a big. He comes on Corolla's show all the time. He's a. He's great. He I haven't is, actually he, heard his stand up. He's got a special on Netflix. I yes, think. he does. Yeah. Um, I believe he's uh, from the Philippines. Yes, he is. And uh, his <laughs> he just talks about his mom and yeah. and how she she's always like, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph, you, you can't do that. Joseph, no. And you said you couldn't do impersonations. <laughs> that was awesome. That was an amazing Filipino mother. <laughs> that was. You know, and I've never been to the Philippines. They're so. Wrong. I'm just, you know, I'm going off of World War II. I actually it's have, all Joy Coy. I, Joe jo- Coy. <laughs> jo- Joy Coy. Joy Coy. Coy. That's hilarious because uh, that's a long-standing joke on the Corolla show because Corolla did that very same thing. He called him Joy. Oh, really? And so now all of a sudden, Joe, he comes into the show and he talks about it at his shows. All the fans that are Corolla fans also, which is a lot of his fans. Call him Joy. Call him Joy. And he hates it. <laughs> or at least he, he plays up the shtick. Like right, right. Of course. I mean, it's funny. So you got to play it It is it funny. Out. He's really great. He's a funny guy. You're going to have a great time. I am super excited about it. It's going to be amazing. No, I've, I, have, I haven't watched his special or even heard his stand up, but I've heard him on the radio or on the podcast a million times. And uh, I've heard that his stand up is even better. So totally check it out okay well, some serious shout outs to 
Corolla show. So, I mean, maybe we get a check in the mail from from yeah. them for uh, advertising. Probably. No? Okay. Well, let's see if we can get that get going. The same first name. That's we'll, true. We'll get it's one, true. Of, one of the producers We've on that. We've established that's big. Huge. Well, the last stand-up that I saw was Frank Caliendo. Frank Caliendo. I and, mean, he's one of the best ever, probably. Right. You know, he goes back to his, you know, Madden. Well, it, is he doing an impersonation or is he actually channeling Madden while Madden sleeps? Because Madden's still alive, so he can't channel his ghost. Yeah. But there's, I mean, it is unbelievable how good his Madden is. You know, I was very excited. We were in Las Vegas. Yeah. And my brother Mike and, and his wife were there and Heather and I. So we decided we we're going to go to the show. And, you know, again, maybe it's just bad luck on my part. But, you know, we go to the show and I, th I think he's hilarious. I think that he's fun. I think that he does great voices, all of that. And he came out and he was kind of dead. And so the whole audience is kind of sitting around. Nobody's really reacting to him. And about three minutes, four minutes into his show, the fire alarm goes off. Ah. And so he steps back and he's looking around and he's like, okay, folks, you know, you don't have to leave. You know, we're trying to figure this out. And the alarm goes off. And he goes, okay, all right. And he's just kind of standing there and he goes, okay, um, let's start this over again. And he turns around to start walking backwards. And I just felt the need to say something. And I said, don't make us go through that again. <laughs> that, you said that? You heckled him? I said that out loud. He heckled him. And he stopped dead in his tracks and turned around and said, who said that? Now, this is a room, you know, there's, I don't know, 400 people, 300 people in this thing. And so I raised my hand. Now I'm in the third row on the aisle. And he said, get up here. And so I stand up and I go walking up and I'm at the base of, of the stage and there's like four steps going up and we're almost seeing eye to eye. Because he's four and a half feet tall. He is. He isn't five feet tall. <laughs> yeah. And he made some comment about, oh, good. You know, he has to be big. Yeah. And yeah, for the listener who doesn't know Steve, Steve's a, a solid six four, six three, something like that. Six two. So, all right. Anyway, so anyway, so so he's like, you know, he's he's asking me who I am, and we're talking, and and he's just like, you know, that's that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> he didn't even try to come back at me. He wasn't mad. Yeah. He wasn't mad. He just thought it was hilarious. He knows. It it just kind of everything stopped, and so we're talking and. He goes, yeah, we got to get this guy something for this. So then he, he starts the show and, and he ended up calling me up later. And then afterwards, because that night we found out he lives in Tempe. Yeah. And yeah, he, he flies yeah. back and forth for every show. Yeah. So I talked to the guy in the band and he ended up giving us a copy of his show, but it never got going. He was never really funny. No. And he was just, it was all kind of flat and dead and the audience didn't react. You had the best joke of the night. I really did. Yeah. I was the star of the show. That's hilarious. <laughs> of course. It's amazing, but also sad at the same time. Yeah. It's a bummer because you go to see a guy that you like and well, I, I you know, as, as Joe and I have talked about and how positive, you know, moments we've had in these, you know, going and seeing stand up comedy, I, definitely would think that you would uh you would feel the the same way and, and would want there to be a moment where you enjoyed yourself and was able to see someone that was really awesome well yeah Steve Martin maybe right well I mean stand yeah. up stand up's one of my favorite things to do 
It's or to see, not to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> For right. For God's right. sakes, never, ever. <laughs> no, you were you were rolling here a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I am uh, on fire. No, it's it's one of, when you know somebody says we're going out to see some stand up, then I'm just in because I again I've never had a bad experience. I, you know, and I, and I love stand up, but I you know maybe I'm the cooler. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe I'm, maybe I'm the guy that shows up. And everybody kind of goes, oh, yeah, this well, is a dead audience. Well, do you sit in the front row with your arms folded? <laughs> because. Yeah. And, and I kind of stare at him and I yeah. never smile. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely a way to get the uh, the attention of the, the comedian. Man, I'm so stoked you're going to see Joe Coy. Yes. it's I am unbelievably excited. It was a Christmas gift. Cool. Um, and it was uh, the headliner for he's, sure. He's the real deal. He's a he's a super pro comedian, and I, again, I haven't seen his show, but what the way he talks about it, he'll probably he'll probably bring you know a solid opener. Yeah. And so, and the improv's a good time, man. It's, Actually, it's not the improv. Oh, it's not. No, it's uh. Is the, it stand up live downtown? It's no, it's on. It's it's. Uh, Is it the other place over on the corner? <laughs> it's the stage that turns. Oh, celebrity theater. We are watching him oh, at celebrity theater. Even better. Even, okay, now I must. Even better. I must throw in here that I have had a good experience watching live comedy. Okay. At the celebrity theater, made me think of it. Was Ooh. it supposed to be comedy? No, it's yeah. It was Martina McBride. I guess maybe it was it really. No. Oh, okay. Because I saw. Well, I don't know. The McBride Dave Pratt and, and the Sex Machine Band might have been. You know. No, we went and saw a touring group of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, improv, an actual improv. That's funny because I've seen one of them as Ryan, well. Ryan Styles. Yep. And Brady. Really? Brady was there. Brady was there. Oh, the actual guys. The actual guys. Uh, Drew Carey wasn't there. The one I went to <laughs> well, only he's had just the host. Ryan Styles and um, Colin. Colin, uh, yeah, what's his no, name? I think Colin was there and Brady was there. So we saw it at Celebrity Theater and they were hilarious. That's great. But again, they're, that's a different comedy to me. I need to watch those over again. Improv <laughs> comedy is... Improv comedy is, is feeding off the crowd. It's, it's so great. It's throwing out different things. You don't have a set routine. Right. Oh, it's and all... It, and if your first couple jokes don't hit, then, you know, get me out of here. Right. But they were amazing. Ryan yeah. Stiles, to me, is one of the funniest guys ever. He really is. He's a great, he's super great. There's a, there's actually, I'm uh, sorry, Adam, there's a place in Chandler, downtown Chandler. I think it's called Improv Mania. And I want to go check it out. And it's, I think it's improv comedy. It's not a stand-up club. It's well, it kind of in the name. Well, I know, but the, gives you the, but the, the Tempe improv that. we just got done talking right, about for which nine is not, minutes, yeah. which is horrible. <laughs> no, I I think with whose lines in any way the combination of I mean, obviously any one of those guys you could say are hilarious. You know, Drew Carey is the host, and he's hilarious. He's pretty funny um, to me, yeah, absolutely. And and so I think that just the combination of those guys and how they were able to play off of each other. They couldn't have got a better group of people, I think. It, to me, show. whether improv is, whether it lands or not, as far as being funny, there's a different element to improv that is talent. Uh, and it's thinking on your feet. Quick. Yeah. You have to be quick. And it's going with it. And even if your joke doesn't land, the fact that you just go with it and you've got something to say at all, <laughs> frankly, is really impressive to me. No, that, yeah. No. And then when it does land, of course, it's, that's just gold. Now that's that's kind of you know we you talk about what's funny. Well, you know you're saying you know, stick with um, a joke until it hits. Well, 
one person that I would say maybe stuck with it a little too much. And I don't remember a lot of his comedy, but I know I've heard you guys talk about him and I've, uh, you know, seen Jim Carrey's or I haven't seen, but heard about Jim Carrey's movie of Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Nobody's seen that. Yeah. No, no, no. not a lot of people have watched <laughs> yeah, that over the moon or something like that. But, but you know, I mean, that's someone that I would, I, I'd never watch him, but would you say that would be someone that went a little bit over the top, tried to sell his jokes and just never quit? Uh, Jim Carrey's a, he's an enigma man because I, th- I love Jim Carrey. There's, you know, he's made, well, I'm talking more Andy Kaufman than Jim. Carrey. Well, okay. So if you're saying any, uh, then I misunderstood. Okay. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. My goodness. We can talk about Jim later. Yes. If you're going to talk about comedy, you should probably throw him into the mix at some point. But mm-hmm. Andy Kaufman, I got no thoughts on because I really never th- never saw him. Andy Kaufman was horrible. Yeah, Steve's got plenty of thoughts. Yeah. No, there's nothing. <laughs> but it's like it, it, Okay, he was on Taxi. Yeah. For those people that are as old as dirt as I am, it was a, a comedy series and it was funny. And there were, you know, Danny DeVito was on it. Quite a few people that, that I enjoy watching. But Andy Kaufman played Latka, I think. Okay. And he wasn't funny on that. To me, he was just kind of, he played this weird character, you know, the immigrant kind of thing. But his stand-up routines were horrible. They were awkward. He, he tried to do things to make people feel uncomfortable. Right. And, and I, I never found that funny. Now, you know, obviously when you are uncomfortable and kind of what we're talking about, if, if a joke isn't funny, it's uncomfortable. You know, so if you are trying to make a joke and you're waiting on the laughs to come, you know, maybe that's what Andy Kaufman was trying to do, trying to just buy on a joke. No. Okay. No, no, he wasn't. It was never about staying with a bad joke. It was, I'm, my job is to make you feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's just not funny to me. It it, it really isn't. And that became his thing. Right, and I'm really glad I, we've you, gone there. You, yeah, you knew that going to Kaufman was going to. I, I knew that, but I I related to sticking with the joke and trying to sell it until it until it bites. And I just I I, no, I, I guess I I wanted to know if Kaufman was seemed like that kind of person that was trying to have a bite on his joke, but never no one no, ever. No, it, it was it was it was never about the joke. It was about making people uncomfortable. So how, so he's in the rear view, you know, which is where Adam and even I lie as far as Kaufman goes, regarded as a legend. They made a damn movie about him for crying out loud. Right. So I don't, I don't get that, but that's in, in the moment, even though you didn't like him, what was the overall, you know, general reception of Andy Kaufman? Well, at, at the time, because we have, have we established early sense of humor is, is perception. It is. And I think that, the people to me that liked Kaufman liked that uncomfortable feeling. It's like it's hip and I'm reaching back into the sixties here with <laughs> hip. No, that's, that's total terminology that is uh, it's relevant, but it's hip to like him. Yeah. Even though if you just look at it and if you, if it makes you smile or not, yeah. if you think that, Oh, it's cool. Again, I jumped a decade right there. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, I have a lot of range you here. Are well, this show so went, is about spanning generations. I went hip to cool. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, if, it, if it was cool Up next. to like him. Rad. <laughs> careful. <laughs> People are going to get whiplash yeah. if we take them into too many decades yeah, right away. Get the bends, yeah. <laughs> so the idea that 
okay, it's it's cool to like him, even though you don't think he's funny. He makes people feel uncomfortable. And I guess you could like that if you're not the person that he's making feel uncomfortable. So if you enjoy that type of thing, looking at someone who doesn't know what to do, that he's berating, I mean, his, he, he would come out on stage and pick somebody that, for whatever reason, and he would just go off on them. So, so and, basically, Andy Kaufman was someone that, so he made you feel uncomfortable. He was someone that wasn't worth listening to. No, apparently not. And really, I want to move on from Andy Kaufman. Okay, because good. Thank it, you. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's really not. It's chewing up valuable uh, digital space. It is. <laughs> it is. Okay, so you you look at people that the improv, you know, that that are quick witted. Yeah. And of course you've got to go to Robin Williams. Yes. Yes. Because Robin Williams could just go. Well, I think that's the soul of comedy, right? And we'll talk about Robin Williams, but is that on your feet in the moment, think being able to come up with it. Yeah. Like it's it's one thing to be able to sit and write jokes, and that's a talent for sure. But that But to the, be but, funny. <laughs> like and that's and I, yeah. I've, I've you know listening to the comedians talking in in some of the shows that I've been watching where they're just kind of communicating to each other like real people not trying to be funny or anything but they talk about to be funny is different yeah. than trying like actually being funny is trying to try to be funny than telling jokes being yeah. funny is different than telling jokes absolutely yeah yeah and that's what you're talking about like with a Robin Williams. You know, Robin Williams, great Whoopi, example. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Man, she really was funny for a while, and then she got yeah. super serious. Then not so much. Yeah, <laughs> the View happened. Well, long well, before that. Yeah, <laughs> I think Ted Danson happened or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many things there that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi's been around a while. Yeah, she really has. Yeah the 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 people that that have that spontaneity that are able to just take whatever the topic is, whatever the situation is, and come up with something funny to say. And just the lightheartedness of it. What were you, what was your guys' perspective? Hey now. On Richard Pryor. So Steve's probably got a better, a more rounded view of Richard Pryor than any of us, but I do have an experience with Richard Pryor and it's his late movie career, which I loved. Uh, in particular, there's a great movie called Brewster's Millions where he's just sort of a bumbling idiot that, you know, mm -hmm. is funny. And it's, it's a, it's act. I love that movie or maybe that's one of those that I haven't seen for 20 years that isn't funny anymore, but right. yeah, you, you, yeah you, want be, you want to be careful with that one. Well, I did love that movie when I saw it Yeah, uh, and I saw it probably 10 times when I was, you know, between the ages of nine and 12. So that's, that's what I remember of Richard Pryor. I, I don't, I've never gone back and really watched his stand up a lot uh my best richard pryor stand-up exposure frankly is the movie me myself and irene speaking of jim carrey yeah <laughs> where they're sitting around watching his stand-up show okay all right. but but yeah that's about it but i mean you remember richard pryor all through his entire career I oh imagine. definitely yeah. richard pryor was was one of the comedians from the sunset strip yeah um he was in that whole group of of comedians like the Def Jam comedians did you say before then before then okay. way yeah. before them bro. way before yeah. them oh sorry <laughs> yeah he was Def Comedy Jam yeah no. that's a little that's a little yeah no he was Def Comedy <laughs> Jam while it could still hear okay yeah <laughs> but in but the thing about Richard Pryor is you know again he was a, a tortured comedian you know he was on the Sunset Strip you know in the 70s 
when drugs were everywhere. Yeah. And there are several shows out there that, that talk about his life and, you know, freebasing cocaine and, and all the different things. And he set himself on fire. Yeah, that's sort of one of the famous right. and the thing public about, meltdowns. The interesting thing about Richard Pryor was he was one of the first guys that were able to look back and go, wow, I did that. This was me, you know, and, and that's self-awareness. Would you, because he came very close to killing himself, and everybody thought that he would. Jim Bellucci was during that period, you know, the the early Saturday Night Live guys, you know, right. that that you know they were all partying together. He was just going to be the next guy to flame out and right, yep, you know. So you know, freebasing and you know, let's go, let's let's I'd, just do this. I had no idea he had such a like a dark history. Oh, at oh. all, I yeah, I just was wondering if you thought he was funny. Oh, he was hilarious. <laughs> oh, is that what this is? This whole podcast is about. He was hilarious. Yeah, okay. yeah, nice. But the interesting thing was, is some of his funniest stuff. Yeah. was him looking back at himself. Yeah. It's a, okay. was a, and a, that's what I'm saying. You know, if you just stick with me for just a minute, <laughs> and not being such an impatient millennial, good Damn lord, it. you would have got that jump cut. And you know, the fact is that you know, I mean, he he was on that path of blowing himself up. And he, in fact, did. Yeah, I guess And then so. the funny things were that he came went back and looked at it. Yeah. And he said, wow. You know, and it's amazing how many comedians, when you go back to that period of time and even later, that go on and they're either higher than a kite or they're drunk or whatever. And they kill it. And yeah, I mean, well, they don't think they're funny if they're not loaded. Yeah. Right. They don't think they're funny if they're not, you know high on something it's liquid confidence almost and sometimes and sure. with, with prior later in sense of like kind of anyone he was, of us he was clean i mean i do that here on the podcast well that's you know, we, podcast we always do or, or and that gives, karaoke. That's, that's our perspective yeah. different oh, things hey like now, that and i think that uh that's what we do maybe calls for a buzz level check yeah Possibly. we could do that all right adam uh six five four three i love it that's uh, with too many numbers. One too many, and that's yeah. exactly why that's I'm a six why. five four three. Right. <laughs> so take that up a notch. Uh, I'm a six two three. Oh, you guys! So what'd you say? Six five four right. three. Six two. That's right. I said it. Yeah. Nice. Right. So hey, we're doing good this time, guys. Three guys over a six. I'm excited. I think that's two podcasts in a row. We're getting okay, good well, at this. Another thing with what's funny that I have always found funny, and that's physical humor. Pain? Slapstick? No, the fall down stuff. Yeah. They're just, and I don't care, and like, it has to be timing. Like three stooges? Be, you can do three stooges. To me- That's the benchmark. Well, yeah. Keystone Cops. Are Keystone actually, Cops, sure. If you're really old- Well, you three can, stooges is pretty old. But. You can go back to that. But that kind of physical humor, where you know the fall down, that kind of thing- Pratt Falls, yeah. Pratt Falls. Even- in modern movies, even it, it just would it, you see it more in movies than you would in stand up, right? I mean, that's well, you don't oh, see it in stand up, no. you know. Uh, well, maybe some, some, some are very uh, <laughs> crazy yeah. shows, yeah. yeah. Steve Martin, you have to go back to Steve uh, Martin, and you know, and, and again, Steve Martin, when I when I first saw Steve Martin, it was with a banjo and the arrow through the head, right? Oh, yeah, which is not funny now. It's really not. You go back and look at his I, early stuff. I remember and watching something recently about him doing that and him talking about it, and he was just saying that, yeah, that would not fly. Now. No, that was it was it was totally to sell for the time and what was going on. And well, he and was everyone. Searching. Everyone yeah. wanted. Everyone wanted crazy. It was just like it's what's outside the box, right? And it was just how crazy can I be at that time? Right. Maybe that and, fed Andy Kaufman. 
God, you just can't get away from that guy, can you? Okay. Adam's Adam's really fascinated. He by is. It. You're going to have to. Yeah, uh, we might have, have to. We're going to have to research this Dang, because I'm going to have to watch this movie. We might right. have to devote an entire uh, anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay. Another physical humor thing. Did you ever find Gallagher funny? I did when I was a kid, but I don't remember why. <laughs> because. Yeah, I did when I was a kid because he was smashing fruit. That was funny to me when I was smashing seven. anything. I, yeah, it was, I, don't, I don't. I never. I don't get why it's funny. It was it's a, just like Gallagher it's, it's, was the most pos- uh, popular comedian in the world for like ten seconds. It's the first. I mean, it's the first part of the word. It's fun. Absolutely, it's fun. You're getting smashed with watermelon in your face, and you know you have goggles on, and and you're covered in the first row because you don't know what he's going to do, and it, well, it's fun. But, but that was later funny? in his career. I don't know where people actually would cover up in the front because when he first started, nobody knew what he was going to do. Oh, and he would just, so he would just walk out and he'd have this mallet and later he had a special mallet and, you know, later it morphed into that's his act. That was initially, initially, you know, it was like, okay, it was one bit. Um, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to hit a watermelon and see what happens. And someone that I would kind of relate to that kind of humor, I guess would be carrot top. Carrot top's a prop comic. Which yeah. uh, I actually like Carrot Top quite a bit. What I've seen of him, I think he's funny. He gets sort of crapped on by the comedy community, the yeah, you know, the stand-up definitely. community. Oh, rightfully so, isn't he roided out horribly? Oh, he is. He is ridiculously a ripped. <laughs> he's Absolutely, a, he's a total weirdo. But he wasn't at first. That's the thing. Yeah, like, he was first, a skinny he was little, super super skinny. Yeah, yeah. and that's well, what they, yeah. I think they were probably. But talking uh, about. but he gets sort of prop comedy. In fact, gets sort of crapped on by stand-ups because. Stand-ups are actually kind of dicks. I've heard a lot of stand-ups talking about stand-up on the aforementioned comedians and cars yeah, getting coffee, yeah. and then Joe Rogan. You know, he half the guys he has on his podcast are stand-ups, and all they do is talk about stand-up for the last twenty years. So, but well, any, and there's been different movies. You know, Punchline. Yeah, sure. Which Hank, is it's not a funny movie. Sally Field and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And yeah, there there's been different. Uh, TV shows or movies or Corolla different things. made a movie called uh, Road Hard, <laughs> and it's uh, it's right. it's a couple years ago, and it's There's about another check from Corolla. Yeah, that's I know. Why. I, hey, I listen to Corolla every damn day. It's hard for me not to mention him. Yeah. But uh, we're getting that. He made a movie about stand up, about being on the road as a as a kind of a stand up. The whole premise was a stand up who made it big and then had to go back to stand up after you know. His TV career tank. Have you watched uh, some of his stand up? Uh, I've not watched it. I've listened to a lot of it. And his stand up, Corolla is a different guy. So there's a good one for comedy because Corolla is one of the funniest guys on the planet. And talk about on your feet. He can, he can, it doesn't matter what you bring up. He doesn't ever prepare for anything. Do you ever watch The Man Show? Yeah, I love The Man Show. The Man Show was great. Did the you man- ever watch the Steve? No. Did you? That was him and Jimmy no. Kimmel. That was the '90s, man. How do you know the Man Show? Oh, really? Are you? Uh, yeah, that was that was maybe one of those shows. Maybe I shouldn't have known, but I oh, because when you're a kid, you watched it. I mean, yeah, it yeah. was. I was able to find it for sure. Well, it was on Comedy Central. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't hard to find. No, but I yeah, I watched. No, it. the Man Show was great. So I guess that flies right in the face of that never prepares for anything because that was the only thing he ever prepared for. But yeah, he was on Love Line for years with Doctor Drew and. 
Yeah, you know, and then and then of course he had his radio show for Love a while. Line, man. That I remember watching, listening to that when I was a kid. So they would just take calls from depressed teenagers. That was a horrible parent. Oh, geez, that was <laughs> no. That's a good show. You can't. Yeah, no, that that's was a awesome. valuable show. No, I have no show. idea. It's a valuable show for anybody. I learned. I learned some stuff from yeah. there. Yeah, it was just bad, bad people or just different situations, and they would, you know, he would talk about it in terms of how it was. You yeah. know, he would just call it out and just say, you know what, guys, like, you're terrible. So that's a great example because the, the dynamic of that show was depressed teenagers would call in with their sexual problems or otherwise. Wow. Yeah, like late, late night. I can't yeah. believe I missed that. And and they had Dr. Drew, who is, you know, now the world famous Dr. Drew, who would be the, the straight guide answering the questions from a clinical perspective. And then Adam Carolla, who would tell him how it was. Jokes. Clinical perspective. Let's go. Oh, oh perspective. And then Corolla would okay. crack jokes, and but also have incredibly insightful takes on it from a real world. That's his whole thing. Is he has yeah. a he has an amazing common sense and an amazing comedic totally. timing, and the combination of those is why he's so popular. Frankly, I can't believe I don't listen to him because it sounds like he and I are the same person. I've that's why I recommended it to you, and then <laughs> I'm not even joking. Then you might actually enjoy it. He tried it and he didn't like it. No. Oh, I think I gave it like six minutes one day and I don't, I wasn't in the mood. So the man show. No, no, no. no. Just the Corolla. podcast, the Corolla podcast. Check out the man show. Oh, the man show is pretty great. Yeah. That's Kimmel too. Yeah. No, and they have some, they have a lot of stuff that you and Mike and John, like, you know, you came up with the whole Johnny lonely guy thing. Oh yeah. That oh, like yeah. you could have pitched that on the man show and they, they would have bought done it. it. They yeah. would have done it. Yeah. Easy. Cause yeah. they did. There's this great his like, classic man show bit called man ponds oh it's so great for when you get you know <laughs> swamp ass essentially yeah yeah sorry alex <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just it's it's right up the juby alley but anyway maybe give maybe give Corolla classification <laughs> well and you, you know and we belong there we totally. really do <laughs> all right so okay what other things do we think is funny and funny is all about timing. You know, we've talked about movies that we think are, are funny. Uh, you know, dumb and dumber always kind of comes out and, and in our conversations. And the fact is that there, there are things about dumb and dumber that could go totally wrong, but they just, the timing is right. The way that it's delivered, the quickness in the way that, you know, things move through that movie, that it's funny. Well, so ever so here we go with the Jim Carrey talk, right? Yeah. Except for I'm going to throw you a curve because that movie was sold on Jim Carrey. And the reason it was so great was Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. yeah. That's that was the that's exactly what you're talking about. Like his comedic timing in that movie and his unexpected comedic chops. Well, as it playing off of Jim Carrey, who's just an over the top, yeah. crazy and the understated and, Jeff Daniels. And understated and somehow yet somehow zanier. Like Yeah. It was a it was a weird and I find now as like I thought when that movie came out it was just universally accepted and loved and, and yeah. everything. But no, apparently it's not. There's there are critics, which blows oh, yeah. which blows my mind. Oh, there are people that hate that movie. I know, and it's crazy because why, for one why would you hate it? But well, I think it comes down to people at times the the contrary concept that if you really like it, 
and I'm kind of indifferent, I'm going to say I hate it. Sure. I guess the cool kids yeah. Ex- aspect. Yeah. yeah. You know, so the contrary concept of, of if generally people love it, then I'm going to say I hate it because I don't really have an opinion, yeah, but, right. but we're getting off our topic. Yeah. Well, that's just dumb. So, but yeah, dumb and dumber being such an anomaly is in that <laughs> it shouldn't have been funny. You're right. It should have been dumb ironically enough right yeah it, sh- it should have been re- like just a stupid and silly the, movie the, the thing about it is that it was dumb and and, and, <laughs> yes, it, and was. it really it really was dumb but well i think you know, they kind of stated that in the name well we're, we're <laughs> and then some but you know w- when we're talking about jim carrey i think he's an amazing actor as much as he's weird and, and crazy and everything uh i we were talking earlier and haven't stated here but jeff bridges um, is Jeff is, Daniels? Jan, sorry, Jan, Bridges. Why we we actually just went on Jeff, the whole time. Yeah, we, we did. Sorry about Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, but Jeff Bridges. Sorry, I mean, yeah, that no. guy. Yeah, man. Whew. We'll I talk mean, about more on that his, later. His performance in Tron. All right, you're Woo. right. Yeah, yeah. Lloyd's son. Right, but <laughs> Jeff Daniels, Bo's brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think that the combination—they're both great, great actors—and uh, I think that the combination of both them together obviously made something that was so stupid and goofy great because the way they were able to present it well it was yeah. magic it was yeah. it really was i think that the scariest thing to do is to try to do a comedy you know it because you know there are certain things that that you know with a drama we're gonna work there's a formula there is and it'll just work and it's just gonna work if and if, as long as exactly as long as you have good acting and good writing you know, it's 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 pretty simple when you can make people cry pretty easily. Right. There's a, f- a few triggers. You know, there that that kind of it's thing. But make, making people laugh is really a difficult thing. You know, it's it's just not that easy to do. And you know, again, like we talked about, you know, whether it's whether it's Frank Caliendo or whether it's Paula Poundstone uh, or yeah. or whoever that you go and see, you know, the amount of energy that they bring. You know, whether they get people laughing to begin with. Absolutely. I mean, who knows? They all talk about the same thing. No. They all talk about the fact of bombing. Right. You know, they all talk about standing in front they of people. They all do it. And nothing happens. The energy isn't in the room. Now, when we're talking about the energy, you know, a lot of times when I think of energy, I think of my energy with someone. You know, how do I how do I interact with someone? How do I make them, uh, you know, how, how do we impact each other? And that's, I think, as well, when it comes to comedy, you know, some some pairs of comedians or some pairs of people that just become hilarious when they're together. Um, I know Adam Sandler has a big group of guys that he tries to put together and that he his friends. Right. People think he right. thinks are funny, you know, and but I've, I've seen that a couple of times with different different people that that just mesh well together and that make make great comedy. You know, it might might even be better than what it would be by themselves, like a comedy duo, right? Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, that whole thing, right? Well, you can go back to those guys. Well, totally, but know, even and, just and Martin and Lewis, and and there's a, you know a whole line of people that have like, been tied together. I mean, I, I, one instance for me that's probably not looked at at all, and I know we've brought it up in the past when it comes to movies. But for me, Owen Wilson and uh, and Vince Vaughn in, in Wedding Crashers. Oh, sure. You know, I, I think that the combination of those two fighting back and forth made that movie. If it was anyone else, I, I'm not sure it would it would have been what it was. 
Well, that's a good point. Steve, and I, Steve's I, laughing. Well, I am because I think this is the fourth podcast that we've we've had that uh, Adam's brought up Wedding Crashers. Yeah. It's absolutely one it's, of my favorite movies of all time. Anytime anybody talks about anything that has to do with movies, comedians, um, somebody named Wilson, somebody named Wilson, somebody you know, it's Wilson in there. sporting equipment. I'm, I'm hoping I can throw it in, and I'm hoping I'm getting my royalties sometime soon. Yeah, well. right. You know, let's do a, the, the checks hey, coming in right after you know Corolla what? check. Yeah. I will. Yeah, right. I'll I'll defend Adam in saying that uh, Wedding Crashers are pretty damn funny. <laughs> it, it was just right when I, you know, right when I was growing up and in high school, that was the one that I think me and my best friend connected with the most. Yeah, Aaron it's a Page. good one, man. It's a good one. And you're, if you're going to talk funny, throwing wedding crashers in there for sure is a good move. And it's got Christopher Walken in it. So, or, you know, well, yeah, right. I mean, what about, uh, you know, super troopers? Okay. So, and another good one we talked about in the movie podcast, but those guys, I mean, what we're talking about is the, the comedic value of it and how they are working with each other to make that work. So super troopers is, is a movie put out by broken lizard, which yeah. is a, you know, I don't even know how you define it, but they're, you know, a comedy, you comedic know, they group. They're sort of like national lampoon, right? Except for, National Lampoon's got a much more rich, a much richer history of like, I think there's actually a magazine, but it's. Well, yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. yeah. National Lampoon presents. That's, that's you know, what it was. But it's movie. like Monty Python. Right. It's, it's. Right. And you can. Broken Lizard presents. Again, you know, uh, these are great examples of comedic groups. Yeah. You know, Monty Python, if you, if you watch the Monty Python shows, the Great Britain. Oh, BBC, the Holy Grail and all the shows. Well, well no, no I mean, there, there are some movies, you know, Life of Brian and, and Holy Grail. I mean that stuff's hilarious, but if you watch their TV show, they oh, had yeah. uh, it no, was called I, yeah. uh, Monty it's, Python's Flying Circus. Yep, exactly. I've watched yeah. mo and, most of it actually. Yeah, yeah. and there's great. a lot of it that's ooh, they're yeah. not good. Yeah, there is some no, that totally. Falls flat. It's totally. because you you're you're taking a risk all the time. You're yeah. throwing things out there. What is funny? That's the point of this podcast. Is what is funny, and they hit and miss so often. Well, it's also and, perspective because in Britain, I got it. I'm yeah, all right. Okay. I they get hit every single joke in Britain, but they miss us a couple times. No, actually, that's not the case. But <laughs> thanks for playing. <laughs> wow. Where did you take your groundlings classes, Steve? So <laughs> the uh you know, yeah, you just you look at different things and you look at the second city people and the, the early Saturday Night Live stuff. Uh, Saturday Night Live has been on for forever, and I have a really difficult time watching a lot of it. Well, what's funny about Saturday Night Live, ironically, is how every time the cast changes or there's a significant, you know, mix up, oh, this new cast isn't funny. This yeah. is this isn't good. This it's they lost their edge. Yet they just keep cranking along. Well, they and do they keep churning out movie stars and they That's do to, to a certain extent, but they've had very dry spells where they've almost lost That's, their show. Yeah, they have. And the aforementioned the, Joe Piscopo almost turned. right. They they bring in new people, and now they they have a cast of I think there's 75 people that they announce at the start of the show. I haven't watched it for five years. Yeah, yeah, it's like 20. But you know, the whole thing is, you know, they're out there trying. There's a show on every week, and somebody thinks that stuff's funny. Probably and some of it is funny. It, probably. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you know the the fun thing for me, you know, again is is the unexpected. You know, I'll give anything a shot, but it needs to be funny for me. I'm, I've never been a bandwagon person. 
So either it's funny to me or it's not. Now, one thing that... that it's called comedy integrity, Steve, and thank you've you. got it. Thank you. I definitely, now kind of playing off that a little bit, I definitely enjoy laughing with people. Yes. Ooh, so good one. When I am with other people watching a show, whether it be live, whether it be, you know, on, on video, just talking and telling jokes in general, I honestly will look at the people around me to see if they're laughing and enjoying what I'm what I'm enjoying and it helps me enjoy it more. Absolutely. That's a good point. Seeing a, a comedy show, obviously the crowd is is a big deal, right? Sometimes yeah. the crowd can the same jokes don't land. Well, with, and, with a different crowd. And and that's why they have a studio audience, supposedly, <laughs> sure. for situation comedies. Yeah, that but, is. But then they throw in a laugh track. That's the whole science behind it. So the laugh track is, okay, it's telling you when to laugh. What we just did was right. funny. It was funny. Listen, was funny. To, listen so to everyone funny. else is laughing. Yeah. Listen. Laugh tracks. Never been a fan. No, but well, there's a great, and it's funny because you talk about the Big Bang Theory all the time. And sorry, Adam, I totally cut you off. You're getting in. I'll let you back in on your point in a second. I promise. But <laughs> there, I, there's a great, and I'm sure they've done it with a million things. Uh, YouTube has shows without the laugh tracks. Yeah, it's so weird and awkward. Now there are shows that are produced without laugh tracks, and they're fine. Right. You know what I mean? But if the, they're produced, those are way. called dramas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing hysterically at that yeah, right. mediocre joke. But mediocre. I'm sorry. I'm oh, you, feeling, got a, you, got high, you got a high bar, buddy. I'm feeling saucy. <laughs> you got a high bar. But you know, obviously, if it's produced like a like a what is it, Modern Family, for instance, you yeah. know, it's there's no laugh track and a lot no. of and they've gone away from that largely. Yeah. But there's still the classic sitcom, the Big Bang Theories, and right. And, the one that noticed that I noticed the most lately was the Ranch. Their laugh track was uncomfortable. It has a laugh track? It does. It's and it's a, uncomfortable. It's, it's a sitcom? It's, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The Ranch? It does. I've never seen it. Yeah. So. I, how would I? Wow. No. No, it, it definitely It's on does. Netflix. Definitely I know. Does. I know. All right. We can do a whole podcast about TV shows you should be watching that you're not. I think we actually did that. Yeah. It could just be TV shows that Joe's not watching. <laughs> yeah, watch. we could. Right. That could be. We don't even have to have him here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we could just. We could just do it and leave the microphone empty. Wait a second. No, but I, I, I honestly do. Whether it's movies, shows, it doesn't have to be what they want me to laugh at. You know, the laugh tracks and whatnot. I really do react to the people around me as well. Well, it's a great it's, point because c crowds, I said, but movies, if you go watch a funny movie, yeah, and if it has a big crowd in the theater and they're laughing. And everyone's laughing. It's better. You're into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, when it comes to that, I've, I've been to a lot of midnight showings and, and crowds that just get into movies in general. I mean, when you're watching a, a big screen movie and you have 50 people in a the theater screaming for the newest Star Wars movie or whatever movie is coming out at the time, it's exciting and it's fun. But you know, you really you want to connect with the people that are around you yeah. and you want to connect and you want to, I think deep down inside we all want to relate to what's funny with each other i think that's the best point that's been brought up all night frankly that's that's and, a really good really good point and yeah. it's funny that you mentioned star wars because we could go on for another 40 minutes about how they tried to wedge comedy into the latest one yeah and we really could um you know but it, it's well, something i think they have to make fun there. of some of that stuff like star trek 
when they made the new Star Treks, there was a little bit of comedy thrown in. Sort of poking fun at themselves. And uh, they the were, history. and I think you need to do that. Star Wars uh, is a different world. You got to do it. If you're you going to do that, you got to be good at it. Yeah, you really do. Star you got to be was, confident in what you are selling because you, you can't play fun at yourself and not have confidence in yourself because it at that point, you are... You don't want to downplay who you are or what you're doing. You want to build on that and you want to make, because you're being funny, it's it's building on it. Now, if you play fun on yourself, it can destroy that. But Comedy, good, exactly. good comedy is like good, it's like excellent Renaissance art. When I look at somebody who's excellent. Wow, okay. <laughs> when, sure. When Bring I, this one home, Joe. Well, when I look at somebody who's great at it, I go, I could never, ever do that. And that's, you know an excellent Dutch master. I could never do that. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a decent artist, so I can do a good pencil sketch and I can make a funny joke every once in a while, but yeah. No. Well, I think that that's what's fun is everybody can be funny once. <laughs> everybody, everybody has said something, whether it was an intentional comment or whether it was just throwing something out, you can be funny. Can, and, you, can you be funny on cue? Well, exactly. Can you be funny repetitively can you make can, people laugh on a regular basis can you deliver yeah and that's the hard part so hard try for an hour yeah i think we just did yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know that we yeah we were successful well i'm sure adam had a i laughed in there I mean, somewhere I'm, no I'm, well I'm he good. only laughed because you did because apparently <laughs> somebody else has to laugh with him for it to be funny oh, i was trying to get past that one buddy. point in time we were all laughing so. we we were we really were. So, okay. Uh, I think this is a good podcast. Absolutely. I love the Winging It podcast. You know, I had fun. Yeah. And that's what's important. I agree. It's a good topic. I think that we all laughed. We all did. That's for sure. Well, uh, who cares if anybody else does? <laughs> yeah. That's what this is all about. Us. Having it fun. Is. <laughs> you know, because I don't know that anybody ever listens to this. I, I do hear on occasion that somebody does, but... Then again, I don't hear from them again. So. What's up? With right. Them? No, I, I usually only hear one one line of feedback, and then after that, it's usually gone. So. All right. Well, comment on the damn uh, Facebook page. Let us know what's going on. If you, if you yeah. enjoy it, please share. Or if you don't, please share. <laughs> Privately. If you don't listen to the podcast, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> exactly. Let Look us know that. why. Adam laughed. I but like in why, why you didn't listen. Ah, oh, really enjoying it. There this. has to be a reason. All right. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. Hey, All right. thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. There's going to be more perspectives later. of today point them out to me so i can come and join their rate we'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change we'll want to understand this progression we have at hand humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand i say let's progress in good contest make conference then love our best our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines our love that makes no sense we who spend love at no 
expense We are a force of passion Create a new faction Taking action, working hard Just for the satisfactions With the abilities To shine so bright that others wanna fight Because our light is in their eyes Ladies and gentlemen